Welcome back to another episode of ENS Central's Builder Spotlight. Joining us today is Bashara Daith, founder of Domain Theory and host of the ENS Daily Report. He puts out a ton of great ENS content on both Twitter and YouTube. So really looking forward to this one. And with that being said, Bashara, thanks for coming on. Definitely, man. I'm very excited and honored to be here. It's always, uh, I'm excited to meet other builders in this space. And uh, yeah, let's get it going, man. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, awesome. You know, it's always great, like you said, talking to other people, um, you know, in the Web3 and ENS space who are trying to create content and just push out some more education to people not necessarily exposed to it yet. So um, would you mind just kind of giving us some information on, you know, who you are? This could be background, job, hobbies, anything you want to share? Yeah, definitely. So I actually, I'm a telecom engineer. Uh, my background is engineering and a lot of frequencies and wireless and, and whatnot. I've been in there for uh, almost a decade, I would say. And um, yeah, I, I love it. I love crunching numbers since I was a kid and uh, I carried it right now with me with everywhere I go, like whether it's investments, whether it's, uh, you know, life decisions and whatnot. <laughs> So yeah, definitely. So I'm always uh, back into these rabbit holes where very interesting, you know, uh, scientific craziness going on, you know, like um, um, ENS and, <laughs> and uh, technologies and whatnot. But yeah, I actually was born in Jordan. Uh, a lot of people don't know this about me, honestly. And uh, I was born in Jordan, but uh, moved to the U.S. a uh, uh, long time ago. And uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy to share all the knowledge that I have with everybody. I have the passion, you know, I've been uh, throughout the my college years, I was actually a tutor. I, I, I used to teach a lot of STEM subjects to a lot of people in, you know, their college, um, as well as, you know, their high school STEM subjects. And uh, I love it, man. I love physics and math and all of that. Um, but one of my hobbies is uh, running and weightlifting. And uh, I've been uh, weightlifting for almost uh, 15 years now. And I, I freaking love it. So <laughs> I keep myself active as much as I can. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, a lot of different backgrounds and stories of the people who have joined so far. And it's really cool to, you know, hear more about where people are coming from and what kind of background and hobbies that they do have that, you know, led them to Web3 and ENS. It sounds like you do have, you know, a good bit of, I guess, experience with technology and a lot of uh, your hobbies, it sounds like kind of relate to that. But what exactly led you, you know, into Web3 in the first place? Interesting. So I'll go all the way back to uh, 2017, 2016, 2017, where I was actually living in a basement. Uh, and one of my roommates, actually, he works in the tech industry back then and uh, in New York. And uh, we were... He told me all about Bitcoin and whatnot. I didn't really, that was before the boom in 2017. I didn't right. really, um, I paid attention, but then it didn't really grab my interest by any means. Um, yeah, and I moved on. Uh, that was it. I Googled it. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't get whatever that is. And I just <laughs> moved on. Uh, two, three years later, uh, 2019, uh, 2020, um, just before the Z19 hit, I was bored out of my mind and I started reading a lot and a lot about so many interests that I put on hold. And one of them was uh, Bitcoin and 
you know, the blockchain. I dove really deep into the rabbit hole and um, it was uh, very interesting. I started learning about the Bitcoin blockchain and, you know, then moved on to Ethereum and how Ethereum works. And um, then slowly I started, you know, um, yeah, learning slowly. Uh, uh, I moved slowly into ENS, uh, but gradually over a year and a half, I would say. I moved uh, from 2020, early 2020, uh, 2019, 2020, all the way to uh, 2021 when I actually uh, bought my first ENS. Uh, that's where I learned a lot about it. I couldn't believe that a lot of people don't know much uh, about ENS or, well, I've seen the usernames all over Twitter, you know, the handles were .eth, and I didn't really understand it until I actually read about you know, what it is and what's the difference between, you know, ENS and other blockchain, you know, system or naming systems. Mm -hmm. And I understood it. And yep. Awesome. And how exactly did you come across ENS in the first place? Was it, you know, just scrolling through Twitter? Ooh. Was it the reading that you were doing? You know, how, how did that happen? Yeah, that was actually, um, I remember it was uh, one of uh, Bradley's tweets back in 20. I believe 2020, 2021, early 2021, uh, he was tweeting a lot about ENS and he was extremely active, yep. Brantley.eth. And uh, um, yeah, I dove down that rabbit hole and he was tweeting about some um, high sales and whatnot and, you know, adoption. I really can't remember the tweet, but it was uh, very interesting, grabbed my interest. And uh, yeah, here we are from there. Awesome. Yeah. Brantley has certainly had, you know, a really good effect. Uh, obviously there were some things that came up that led him out of ENS, but, um, you know, what he did for the community and early adoption was definitely very important in getting ENS to where it is today and, you know, setting it up for the future as well. Um, but with all that being said, do you remember what the first .eth was that you actually registered? Definitely. It was my first name. <laughs> so, I went to ENS app and it was uh, first thing I looked up was my first name and it was available, right? So I registered that thing for like 12 years, 10 years, 12 <laughs> years, something like that, as much as I can, right? <clears throat> right. And then what I've done is I actually went on Etherscan and I started looking for who owned it previously and if it was ever owned by anybody. Uh, turned out in 2017, it was owned by somebody. So let wow. me tell you a story. <laughs> My name is very rare. I'll tell you how rare it is. Uh, back in Jordan, <laughs> growing up 20 years there, I have not met a single person named <laughs> Bishara. That's wow. how, that's how, and it was registered on ENS, right? Like in 2017, like early, you know, adopters and whatnot. I was like, this is not an expired. So it was available and I, you know, um, registered that name yeah when i first uh looked at your name bashara.eth I, I had to google what bashara was i didn't know if it was your name at first or if it meant something and i saw i think it meant like good news or something like that maybe in arabic um so Correct, I, I didn't yeah. even know what it was but that, that's obviously pretty nice for anybody to be able to secure their first name as their you know digital identity with ens not a lot of people really get that opportunity especially with how quickly things are changing in the space and how um, you know, much attention ENS is starting to get. When you first started in ENS in, you know, 2020, 2021, 
did you expect it to get the attention that it has today? Um, I did. I actually did. But then uh, I didn't expect it to be that fast. That's all. I didn't expect it to, you know, it was expon exponential, especially 2022. It went from, you know, a few hundred holders like that we know each other active 24-7 on Twitter. All right. of a sudden, boom, with the, you know, three digits, four digits, names, everything was just like the sales were going off the hook. And it was um, the adoption was crazy uh 2022. And we've seen it with the numbers. Uh, we've seen it with, you know, the Dune Analytics uh, where, you know, you can see the registered names and even the wallet addresses have been increasing since 2020, uh, you know, the last 12, 12 months, I would say. And 2022 was like booming. It was exponential growth for ENS. Yeah, just looking at the analytics, um, I can't even think of who it is. Somebody posts uh, Dune Analytics quite a bit on the wallet growth. And it is, I mean, it's consistent. Like there's really good growth going on every day. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about how ENS maybe doesn't market as well as it should um, or other things could be done. But the growth is consistent. And this is something that's going to take quite a while uh, to really reach that global adoption that we're all looking for with it. But just with that being said, you know, with the future of ENS, is there one big use case that you see, you know, has the most potential with ENS? Dude, I'll be uh, a little bit biased with this one because I'm... Um... <laughs> I'm uh, into real estate in real life. Um, right. I'm in real estate investing and whatnot. I'm a big, you know, investor. I read numbers and whatnot. So what I, the biggest use case from my side that I, the way I see things, is the sub subdomain potential. Whenever the wrapper comes out, um, we have a great the subdomain potential is, it's crazy for any. It's not just real estate. It's anything rental, rental equipments, rental cars rental you know um um airbnb uh for example like short-term rentals uh so many other things uh that acquire um holding a key for certain for a limited period of time then being revoked after that you know period ends um so that's how i see it you know where you can rent uh for example you got Airbnb or a short-term rental. I don't want to just call it Airbnb, but short-term rental unit in in the woods or whatever. You have a website, okay? Um, you know, um, where anybody with a wallet can connect to it, can connect onto the website, purchase that domain for amount of time, and it charges. You know, by the end of you know for a per day, like one day is twenty dollars, whatever it is. $7, you know, that's uh, 7 by 20, which is 140 bucks, and it would charge that wallet 140. So it would issue a subdomain in that uh, website to this wallet. And uh, uh, that subdomain would be able to control or it will be acting as a key uh, to access that unit. And by the end of that seven days period, uh, the subdomain will be uh, ownership will be revoked back to the root domain, which is, you know, whatever it, you set it as, uh, whatever you set it as. And um, they don't have access anymore to that, you know, rental unit. And you can duplicate, you can you can use that use case 
on everything that you want to rent rent out for whether it's a car um uh, a property or some you know um a hole or whatever it is that you're renting uh that's that's my uh that's you know i'm very very bullish on this use case uh specific uh for ens yeah subdomains are obviously you know getting a ton of attention now and everybody can't wait for the name wrapper uh to come out i was actually thinking about this the other day um, very similar to what you're saying, but I, I think that subscription services like Netflix can really take advantage of something like this. Um, not in a good way to the consumer because everybody's, you know, sharing password and getting the benefit without having to pay. But, um, you know, there's a lot of news and headlines lately about, uh, like I said, Netflix trying to cut down on the password sharing and the account sharing. So I think that there's definitely some potential. I don't know, you know, exactly how that would work. Um, I don't know if it would be like certain subdomains, a certain number of subdomains that each account would get. Or how that would work but i definitely think that you know subdomains are the way of the future it's just we don't know exactly how it's going to look yet but certainly a lot of potential there definitely i agree yeah and and just going off of that you know with ens in general is there anything that you think people might not fully understand about it or might misinterpret at the current time yeah there's a lot of uh misconceptions i actually um I always been uh, talking about misconceptions uh, for quite some time now. Um, mainly, it was uh, people asking me, uh, especially the the people who are new to newcomers to ENS. They asked me, "Okay, do we need ENS token to register or renewed uh, domains, ENS domains?" And I always, you know, uh, lead them to you know uh, the right uh, right answers, and then. The second question, actually, it's, it's very surprising, but a lot of people that that's, in my opinion, that's the biggest misconception out there that people think ENS just because it's uh, um, it's built on top of Ethereum blockchain, that it only serves Ethereum blockchain. Right. Uh, they don't know that it serves actually multiple blockchains at the same time, um, over 100 supported blockchains by ENS. So, yeah, these are the top two misconceptions that I've seen so far. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, just the other day on Twitter, I saw a, a pretty big influencer. I can't exactly think of what the name was uh, on the Twitter account, but uh, just talking about how he was actually talking about the .btc domains and saying that, you know, ENS doesn't stand a chance because it's only, you know, uh, on Ethereum. And it's just like that is not even close to the truth, just like you're saying over 100 supported blockchains. I mean, it's just crazy that people don't understand yet. And I think it's, you know, going to be important for more information and content to be put out by, you know, people like yourself and, you know, ENS specifically. Um, but again, that'll just take time. And as more people realize, you know, just exactly what it can do, uh, the potential of ENS is just really unlimited. So, you know, going off of that, is there any project in the ENS space right now that you really have your eye on? I have multiple, honestly. One of the best. So one of my KPIs or the metrics that I track for ENS adoption is decentralized websites built on top of ENS. So this is for me is the number one KPI that, that I personally track to see, okay, the top adoption is increasing because not because of the registered names, because this the old you know, the older owners, the, you know, the OGs would have the same wallet and re been registering names forever. That's not a real metric to see the growth. Uh, 
more of a I want the real building uh, activity, I would track the DWeb count or counter in the uh, um, in the Dunes uh, analytics. And <clears throat> from that, uh, I've seen a lot of people that they don't know that they can build a decentralized website, and you know they can have it on top of the ENS or their ENS. So uh, the biggest one that I've seen so far is Heaven's Tools. And I've used it personally, and it's very, very, very user-friendly. Um, it has some bugs still because it's, you know, uh, the first first release, actually. But I've used it to build uh, some decentralized websites, and it's literally drag and drop. And that's how you can add value and build on top of your ENS, make it very, very uh, uh, usable and you know make it make some value out of it not just you know another domain sitting there using uh heaven's tools with ipfs you can build a perfect uh, uh website for your uh, domain that's the that's one of them that i'm very bullish on it eases the way for all the newcomers to build their website and it you know encourage them to build their website and i do encourage every single person on here to try to build, and if they don't know, you know, they go to Heaven's Tools, um, and they can uh, they can build it. It was actually included Heaven's Tools in the documentation for ENS. Um, ENS uh, uh, Labs actually in, included them in the in their documentation. Another um, <clears throat> another project that I have my eyes on right now is uh, Red Letter. Red Letter is a very very basic straightforward project that you can send your loved ones literally a, a red letter congratulations you know happy new years or or any uh card that you like there are a lot of templates on that on their website you can connect your wallet send it to their wallet and it's in their wallet um it's it's very beautiful there's no commission so far i've seen it's uh it's you know the only thing that you pay for is a uh, gas fees um so it's it's a very beautiful application very very straightforward uh so far so yep these are the two ones that i'm actually uh bullish on and i'm sorry i forgot to add that uh, red letter also supports ens uh meaning <clears throat> it integrated ens so whenever you want to send to anybody's wallet you just put their ens in their address and uh, boom it's it's it loads their full address and you can send it very very easily to them yeah i, I think i remember seeing something on red letter a while ago on twitter but i haven't seen it much lately was that was it master.eth is that the creator of that correct yeah it's uh it's master.eth behind it gotcha yeah that that sounds really cool i definitely need to look into that a little bit more um, but with Heaven's Tools, yeah, we had the creator, Dylan Metter, on really early on in the show, and he's just awesome. I mean, that's exactly what this space needs. Um, like you said, like being able to actually build on the names, that's what's going to lead to more success with ENS, lead to more users. It's basically creating a situation where people have to have an ENS or at least really want an ENS because these websites that are utilizing it have benefits and have, you know, increased opportunities for identity when you have your ENS name to use. So um, definitely agree with you on that with Heaven's Tools. Dylan's awesome. And it's just such a good thing for the space. Um, 
but now kind of onto what you're doing in the space, you know, would you mind just talking a little bit about, you know, your project domain theory and also what you're doing on YouTube as well? Definitely. Yeah. So, um, I actually launched domains theory last, uh, last year in August, I would say August, September timeline. Uh, I've seen the, uh, the gap where a lot of new people, newcomers to ENS, they don't know where to start or they know where to start, but they don't know, for example, they don't know how to purchase a, a domain. They don't know how to, uh, they go look up their, you know, desired domains and they find that somebody already owns it and they don't know how to negotiate. Uh, they don't know how to um, uh, start negotiations. They don't know how to, to look up for uh, the owner. Uh, sometimes, right? So we help with all these three areas. We, in with domains theory, we actually help uh, the registration. If they don't want to touch anything, uh, we help literally register the domain that you desire and then uh, from scratch and then, you know, have, um, um, have it fill, you know, uh, have a small form filled out with the desired domain that you have, that you want. And then, uh, we, you know, we grab it for you. We we put it in your wallet for you, and uh, but we do not hold it for the for the for the owner. Basically, they have to have their own uh, wallet, whatever it is, like whether it's MetaMask or or whatnot, Ethereum wallet. Uh, full custody. We don't take any custody of the domains. We register it for them, and then we show them, walk them through how to set up a a wallet how to protect it and all of that, then we register the domain, we send it to their wallet, everything, make sure everything is correct. The controller, the uh, everything, they have all the rights for that domain. The second service that we do is, uh, uh, as I mentioned, the brokerage. So basically, if, as I told you, if somebody went there and they try to look up their uh, domain and they couldn't find it, it's not unavailable, somebody took it or something like that, uh, we try to find the current owner and we handle the full negotiations. Uh, you know, if we could reach out to them, right. Um, uh, we try several methods on the on chain and off chain, uh, with, uh, reaching out for the owner of that domain. And we handle the full negotiations. Uh, we de deliver it to the wallet, uh, with the, you know, requested records or text, you know, text, uh, contact contents uh, filled out for you as well. This is the second service that uh, we offer at Domains Theory. The third one is the consultation, whether uh, uh, it's somebody who's new to ENS or somebody or a business, a small, big or medium-sized business that want to, you know, discuss and consult us with uh, use cases uh, where they can use ENS and how we can uh, direct them uh, to the right uh, use case to make use uh, full use of their uh, domain, uh, whether it's you know introduction technicalities or sometimes they can't find uh, like I was talking to Maker Lee the other day and um, he he's working with a big company but they told me that they couldn't find their their uh, first uh, name or the name of that company. Uh, so what ended up happening is that there's a combination of naming. Uh, different than just, you know, first name, last name, or first, last name together for that business. You can sometimes combine and you can find the, uh, the, that uh, combination of letters uh, for that business. 
uh, available. So we actually do the alternative naming as well, uh, consultation. So this is um, this is what we include in in my services, and I've been uh, I've been b- building with a lot of people on it. We've been helping. Uh, we helped uh, multiple people, multiple businesses uh, on it. And uh, the second thing uh, that I'm recently I've been focusing on is my videos on YouTube. I've been actually hosting a lot of videos. Uh, I'm sorry, hosting a lot of interviews with builders, uh, just like yourself here, um, in the ENS community, bringing them, uh, you know, and highlight their uh, achievements and uh, whether they're, you know, builders or OGs so we can learn from their knowledge or they're actually uh, uh, just uh, investors in this space so we can other investors uh, can learn from their mistakes and that's uh, very very important because I'll be honest with you like as everybody you know what attracts most 95% of the people to the crypto space in general uh, and the web3 is you know the flashy money you know like the uh, uh, the, the the financial part of it uh, that's what attracts people and whether we like it or not there's you know a lot of investors in here and traders um, uh, whether you know it's it's domains or whether it's uh, an asset or whether it's a, a digital uh, you know property on a on a on a uh, virtual uh, world or, or whatnot they they want to trade so <clears throat> that's what um, I'm trying to provide as well as, you know, daily, uh, the other part of the videos, I try to provide daily activities of the ENS markets, you know, talking about sales offers and, you know, top volumes for the past 24 hours. Um, that's, uh, that's where I'm at right now. And uh, last year as well, I built, uh, I built a Arabic bot, uh, sales bot where it tracks, the Arabic sales and uh, publish them on Twitter because Twitter is the number one. Uh, that platform is the number one platform for the crypto uh, in general, uh, whether it's Discord, Telegram or, or whatnot. Twitter is the number one and everything else is a subca- subcategory or a sub platform from the original one, which is Twitter. Um, yep. These are the things that I built and been, been building. Um, for right before i forget one last thing as well (laughs) uh on the videos that on my channel um i actually built my youtube channel in the beginning and still to this day anything that's very interesting going on in the ens space um i actually put out i try to put out uh english version of it as well as uh, my focus was and still in arabic content uh, I wanted to spread out the world to other part, the word of ENS to other parts of the world where, where actually the uh, technology lacks and lags uh, 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 to get there as always. So I want to put them on uh, ENS as soon as possible to this technology because, you know, to have an equal opportunity globally, not just, um, um, you know, in, in one part or two parts of the world. So. Yeah, that that's a lot more than I realized you were doing. I had no idea that you um, were that heavily involved with the Arabic side of things. I just saw actually, I think it was on the ENS small grants, something about like an Arabic education course you were looking to try to do. Um, but that's really cool. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, like the goal of this, the 
future that we see with ENS is a global namespace. So um, it's certainly coming, or at least we certainly feel like it's coming. The signs are pointing to that. So having people like yourself, you know, supporting other languages, other cultures to get involved into it now is going to be really, really important for the future. And, and there was a lot of stuff you shared right there. And that's really cool again, but just kind of going back to domains theory a little bit. Um, I checked out the website domains theory.io. And uh, just like you were saying, it does say, you know, how you work with individuals and businesses. Is there one uh, party, I guess, that you've focused on more or have helped more so far, um, you know, individually or business wise? Um, so far, uh, well, I mean, we've helped both, uh, but um, I, I would say 65% would be individuals uh, throughout, you know, uh, the world. So. I've helped a lot of individu individuals that are, you know, uh, English speaking and Arabic speaking. Let's let's put it this way, uh, you know, onboard them through uh, on onto ENS. Um, but yeah, it was um, uh, we've helped some businesses as well, but it, the bigger portion was uh, the individuals so far. Gotcha. Yeah, just curious because you know, obviously, like we talked about earlier, the more people build on these domains or ENS names and continue to use them in ways that uh, basically require or encourage other individuals who are using their platforms to use the names. Um, that's certainly going to speed up the adoption. I mean, we see all the time people pushing for like sign in with Ethereum on Twitter. Um, obviously, that would help with ENS names because people don't want uh, just a long Ethereum address showing. They want to have their ENS name. They want to have their digital identity. Um, so just, yeah, just, just wondering, just in case, uh, you know, you were seeing more businesses involved there. Um, was there something that actually inspired you to start domains theory in the first place though? Was it just your own kind of learning of ENS? Was it, you know, a certain need that you saw with somebody else? Yeah, I've seen, uh, actually two parts. Um, the answer is two parts. The first one is the, the friction to onboarding. Um, honestly, it is it's hard to get on the wagon, um, hop on the train of ENS. It's hard. Why I'm saying this, because a lot of people see it from the outside. They see it as very overwhelming. We have a lot of information, a lot of what is this? What is that? So I try to organize the, the basics and the contents that are very vital to understand ENS uh, for everybody who's onboarding. Uh, I, we provide them with that. So I helped with that a lot, actually. I have that's how I learned myself. I was actually all over the place until I learned. Oh, you know, along the way, you know, six months, eight months, ten months later, I learned something, and I was like, oh shoot, this should have been, you know, because I'll tell you what, recently, just recently, like four or five months ago, I just learned that you can check this out. You can actually um, um, uh, resolve your ENS domain to a Ethereum, you know, to a smart contract. I didn't know that before. I just knew that, okay, all the Ethereum wallets or this or that, you know, other wallets on blockchains, just wallets, right? Nobody told me about a smart contract that you can actually link it, uh, you know, resolve it into um, an ENS domain. And I was like, okay, well, I learned this something new in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's, um, I can't even think of what guests we had on, but that was one of their biggest points was just the fact that these smart contracts can have, you know, an ENS name associated with it or be, you know, written on the ENS name. Um, 
I think there's a lot of potential there. And I'm not by any means the most technical person, but I would think that there's some sort of, um, I guess, capability that using an ENS name for these contracts would add in order to maybe prevent some of these scams that people are having. I mean, it's so hard a lot of times to actually understand what you're signing um, on these approval transactions. It's like, I would think if you have ENS names associated with these things, it would make it easier for, you know, the everyday person because those people are really the most important people um, to furthering this adoption. We have to get them to be able to understand and feel safe to use this technology if we expect them to join in and spend money and buy things with it. Correct. And that's helping with the um, user and uh, UX side, um, you know, including one of them is including the uh, making it easier to read the contracts um you know the smart contracts uh resolving it to you know resolving your ens domain to a smart contract that you're a project that you're building and uh, the second part of it it comes with the um the wallets right like for example metamask is very it's lacking on this and it's very very slow on this and it just shows you you know a very long letters and numbers and whatever it doesn't really read the smart contract that you're signing and display easily for the user um this is a side where other wallets uh where you know saw that and and address that uh potential and they they're doing a lot better than well in, in that sense they're doing a lot better uh, with attracting new customers i would say uh but yeah, this is this is um, um, the the first part was the onboarding, making it easier for the users and combining all the uh, the mess. And I'd like to call it a mess because there's no like specific timeline to learn everything. So it's just like going on the on Google or the internet and you know typing, hey, how or where can I start learning blockchain? Right, just in general. And you'll see contents all over, right? From super technical to perfect, you know, to very, very, like, very, very basic. And you can never, like, there's no way of organized content where, you know, boom, 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 boom. And you go from A to Z, you know, very smoothly and slowly. And that's how I organize my content that I share with the newcomers. Uh, this is a this is a must <laughs> for, for anybody who is... Um, you know, getting into ENS to who want to understand it, the real technology behind it, right? For sure. Um, the, the second part, I saw a gap. I saw a gap where I've seen buyers, I've seen, you know, sellers, and sometimes exposure sometimes. And that's what ZZZ Group is doing. Uh, basically, what they're doing is they're building on top of other, you know, domains for people. But the exposure... Is very is something that ENS community lacks. Like for example, you're holding, you know, a lot of grails, ENS grails, but nobody knows about them, right? Uh, unless you keep posting and chilling and chilling and chilling. But that's not the right way of doing it, right? <clears throat> Sometimes you just need. You don't know if, uh, on top of that, right? Um, you're just holding it with no like in a cold wallet you don't want to interact with no smart contracts or any of that uh you're in an you, you know anonymous uh online and and whatnot you don't want to interact with nobody you don't want to sell it uh, anytime soon at least that's what you have in mind then there's a buyer that comes in or uh, uh somebody who really desires a name right and but they're not 
good on the technical side. They don't know how to reach you uh, the right way. Like they don't know how to track the on-chain uh, activities and transactions and whatnot by any means, right? Um, you and you left no traces behind you, right? On OpenSea, there's no contact. Even on um, ENS app, uh, the text records are empty. Nothing about you, right? So that's when I come in and connect the you know, buyer and go ahead and ask you if you want to sell it and, you know, find the negotiations, uh, you know, try to uh, uh, facilitate the whole transaction as smooth as possible for both ends. And uh, yeah, it's uh, that's where I saw the opportunity as a broker, but like a very technical broker, uh, to be honest, it's not just like the service that we provide is not just connecting both and go ahead and, you know, just collect the commission. It's more of a uh, I would I love it because <laughs> I dig into uh, the on-chain activity and go you know look for these wallets and that wallet the old wallets and see every single transaction try to track you uh, track the owner down in in a way that you know just to chat with them connect with them send them a message even if it's an on-chain message. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely important um, to have somebody like yourself that understands more of the technicality side of things. I, I catch myself saying a lot of times on these episodes um, that I wish I had, you know, a service or somebody that I knew to help me kind of figure things out at the beginning. I mean, like I said, I'm not the most technical person. You know, I have a good understanding of things, but definitely not great. And it's just so overwhelming when you first get into, um, you know, not just ENS, but Web3 in general. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. It's really just a new technology that you're not exposed to with traditional Web 2, Web 1 stuff. Um, so I, I definitely think there's a lot of potential for uh, projects like Domains Theory and others like it. But with that being said, is there any new features or ideas that you might have uh, that you might try to do with Domains Theory in the future? Uh, with the Domains Theory, uh, just improve the process, basically. Make it a lot more smoother from the... Um, UX side of the you know website, but other than that, honestly, no. I'm I'm just waiting. You know, we're reaching out for so many uh, businesses and individuals uh, with great names and whatnot. But I believe we're just waiting for literally. It's 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 in waves and cycles. So right now, if you see the the cycle, we're on the downturn of the cycle, right? And you can see it from, you know, demand and uh, uh, the floors and everything, which is a great opportunity for the buyers. But at the same time, um, there's not much activity, honestly. Um, I'm talking from the sales side uh, right now and transaction side for the ENS markets. But yeah, uh, this is it. Actually, we're just preparing ourselves and our systems and everything in place, having uh, everything in place when the the when the actual waves come through and we're waiting for it patiently yeah like you said everything is in a downturn right now i mean even aside from volume if you just scroll on twitter it seems like there's a lot of people um, that you would see here before that just aren't here anymore which it, it's a huge advantage for people like yourself who are still building and continuing to you know grow their reputation put out their work um, and just keep improving like you said the interface and different things that you can do uh, with domains theory. So um, definitely glad to hear about it and, you know, just understand what your vision is with it. Um, I just have one question before we close it out here. If you could have any .eth 
what would it be? And I know you already have your first name, so <laughs> something other than Bashar Dadi. Jesus Christ, one? <laughs> Just one. You got to pick one. No. So I got, so I have this similar question, but to my audience, I usually ask my, um, the people I'm hosting and I have three and we, we struggle to find three and you, you tell me to find one. All right, we'll, we'll do three then. You can give us three. <laughs> okay. So definitely, um, as you know, by now I'm, I'm into digits, so I'm definitely going to choose like some three digit, like zero zero one or something like that like uh, a superior uh, uh number uh i would definitely choose zero zero one uh that's a digit i would choose uh porn.eth because of the industry and the potential for the industry it's off the hook <laughs> when i'm talking about sales and numbers and and transactions it's it's just uh, one of the biggest industries um and the last one would be Wow. Wow, good three letter right there. <laughs> um that's hard, man. That's a hard question. I you know, I I can't. I can't choose just one or two or really? three. <laughs> you want them all? It is tough. I, I've actually I've never really even spent the time thinking what I would choose. So it's I hard. put the pressure on everybody, but I don't even know which single name I would choose there, to be honest with you. Probably coin token or game. Like these are you know something that um, is very relatable in the Web three, uh, where it's very, very, very heavily used, like coin, token, game, uh, metaverse, all of these like crazy names. Spe- yeah, probably metaverse because it's you know five dollar yeah. registration, you know five dollar renewal, and dang, ever you know it's a big topic. Yeah, something like that. Honestly, I I can't I can't uh, <laughs> can't decide. Right. Yeah. Metaverse. Uh, how how much did it sell for? That was just a couple weeks ago, really. Right. Wasn't it like 80 ETH or something what? like that? Was it that much? Did it? I completely missed it. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing it on Twitter. Let me. I'm actually gonna have to look this up real quick. I know. I know it sold. Uh, let's see here. Active activity offers sales. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it was sold two months ago. Two months uh, for ninety nine. 99 wow okay yeah so even more than i expected but that's definitely a uh, good choice there i wouldn't have mind having a spare 99 eth in my wallet right now oh yeah (laughs) but awesome yeah so really good choices there i agree it's very hard to you know limit yourself to one or three even um but with all that being said is there anything that you kind of want to share with the audience any you know Twitter page or anything that you would want people to check out, or a message that you want to share on ENS or anything that you do, really? Definitely. So I'm working on something. The first time ever, I'm working on it. It's a different type of uh, material. Uh, it's uh, for ENS. I'm not gonna spoil it right now, but oh, uh, the <laughs> yeah, I can't. Not yet. Not yet, man. Um, it's coming out very soon. Like I would say in the next three four weeks um in march i would say um it should come out on uh, the next three to four weeks and um it is something that's gonna help all of us ogs and new people even everybody in the in the ens community everyone in the ens community help them uh, themselves or help people on uh, the normies as we call them uh to onboard them to um, ens uh, extremely easy 
the way that the normies, you know, the easiest way that the normies uh, like to get their information at, uh, whether it's okay, I'm not gonna spoil it. So, but yeah, it's it's very very um, uh, uh, friendly, uh, user friendly uh, content that I'm gonna put out uh, in the next three to four weeks. I've been working on it for like three four months now. Uh, wow, since November, yeah, but yeah. Uh, hopefully it would help a lot of people, but for every, I have a message for everyone who's new to ENS, honestly, take your time and do not degen into any, you know, digits, numbers, whatever. As much as I love digits, do not put a penny before you, um, explore, probably put like $25 or whatever it is in $10 that you are, you're going to use to play around, you know, register a domain, see how to set up new records, um, you know, stuff like that. Slowly learn and don't get frustrated. I'm always reachable on my Twitter. Uh, as long as I have my Twitter, I'm reachable there. Uh, my content, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm up to date with everything. Um, I reply very easily, uh, very fast on my, for my, with my DMs and, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm there to help as always. Yeah, that's a good message to share. I know I did a little bit uh, too much degening at the beginning and have some names that I'm certainly not proud of in my wallet. So great message to share with there. Um, but yeah, you definitely got my head spinning with that uh, project that you have coming out soon. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what that is in the next couple weeks. And with all that being said, Bashar, I just want to say thank you for coming on. It was really great talking to you and just hearing all the great things that you're doing for the ENS community. Um, like I said, really looking forward to seeing what this project is and can't wait to see it. Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, it was a great, uh, great session today. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're bringing a lot of awareness to, to everybody in the ENS. I love your show. And uh, everybody from the community loves your show. Thanks a lot again for uh, having me.